0: This is the life, Millie. Now you just relax, Henry. We're on a beautiful island. Now just enjoy it. Yeah, just think. Not another person within 300 miles of us. Henry, someone... Someone's at the window. Well, how could it be? We're completely alone on this island. Henry!
1: Oh, it's all right. It's only me. Knock, knock. <laughs> well, what did I say, Henry?
0: I knew that there was someone.
1: Yes, well... <laughs> A
0: strange, unearthly face.
1: Oh. Well, I, I just thought I'd stop by... You fiend. ...to to, to see if you guys might might li- might like to press the button on the randomizer for me today, actually.
0: Henry, you must stop him.
1: Hush, Millie. Do just as he says. He means business. Well, you, you don't have to if you don't want to. I don't scare easy. Does that mean you will? Let's take a look.
0: Be careful, Henry. Uh, all right, Millie, all
1: right. Oh, thank you. I only thought of stopping by to see you because Marina said you are both really nice people. Oh, that girl's top Oh, isn't she just? Uh, does that mean we're all friends now? You must be crazy. Just crazy. I guess not. Right, let's see what we have today. Well, it's the protectors.
0: Oh, Henry!
1: You're can't just sit there and, and watch them. Well, I, I kind of sort of do. You crazy fool. I should have sent the toy fish instead. Here's think Back. So welcome back to the Protectors. Although we were here not too long ago with it could be practically anywhere on the island, I think we all prefer to discount this or discount that even because, um well, you know, anyway. As you can probably hear, it's a far more dramatic opening to this episode than that one. Harry and the Contessa just been in a car crash. Yep, yeah, Harry seems to have been thrown clear, but he's. Okay. Ambulance got there very quick. Almost suspiciously so, in fact. Now, there's a school of thought that says the shorter the pre title sequence, very often the, uh, the better the episode, because. You know, if you've got a really good hook, you don't have to spend too much time on it. It can just be, you know, bam, here it is. And uh, that was a really good opening. The Contessa and Harry, both, uh, you know, driving along. And um, both looked a little worse for wear. And then crash. And you were doing 60 when you were hit. 60. Ooh. Car. Now Harry's in hospital.
0: How are you feeling, Mr. Rule? Never mind about me. What about Caroline? Caroline. Caroline, the Contessa Contini, My passenger, the girl who was in the car with me.
1: This looks a bit suspicious. Well, you're concussed, Mr. Rule. You're very confused.
0: Your mind is playing tricks. There was no passenger in that car with you. You were quite alone when they picked you up.
1: Alone? Well, where did Caroline go, then?
0: Well, oh, there was a girl with me. I may be confused, but there was a girl there with me.
1: Yeah, we definitely saw her in there.
0: She must be there now, lying next to the road unconscious. Not for two whole days, Mr. Rule. This is Monday the 4th. Rule brought in here on Saturday the 2nd. Been unconscious for two days, two nights, two days.
1: And this is an episode that was written by Brian Clements, who is a name uh, very familiar to fans of British cult TV, mostly for work on things like the Avengers and the Professionals and such. Um, but this was the only Anderson series he was ever involved with. Wrote six episodes of this. They're all? And his um, his big. Um, UCRD sort of his, his idea for writing a series was to attack the premise, to go after the, the basic idea of the series. And um, I think this was probably the closest he ever got for the six episodes he wrote for The Protectors. I want to report a missing- and speaking of Brian Clement's prior work, we have a police inspector here.
0: Suppose I buy the fact that uh, the contester was in the car with you. What
1: played you by Ian Hendry, who was, uh, of course, um, Patrick Mcnee's partner, Dr. David Keel, in the first season of The Avengers. A bit drastic, is not it? And also, um, I, I, I always think when I watch um, Doppelganger, oh, it would been it would have been nice to have uh, Ian Hendry back in an Anderson role again. And I keep forgetting that he did um, a pre- a protectors episode, and he's quite good in there. Back to my apartment with the Contessa, offering her a drink.
0: Next thing I know, I'm driving. I'm very tired, like I've been driving a long time. Returning from where? You said you remember returning to your apartment. Where from? A case I was working on. Now, look, I know you private people protect your clients' interests to the last ditch, but this case or whatever it is may have some direct bearing on the crash, or whatever's happened to the Contessa. It's possible. Mr. Rule, I can't help you if I'm only holding half the cards. Frank Dilling is due to testify before an international committee at the end of this week. He's going to present evidence that there's a network of official corruption that spreads halfway and back across the Western Hemisphere. He doesn't trust anyone, not the government, not the police, not anyone. He came to us because we're private, because we're outside that world. And you put him cover. That's right. Look, if I've got any chance of finding the Contessa, I've got to go back to square one. I've got to find out where Frank Dilling is hiding.
1: Oh, that well, sounds a bit suspicious. Why are they so insistent on finding out where Dilling is? we we'll be leaving shortly. Oh, and Harry has spotted that the nurse is wearing, uh, well, let's say that's not uh, not regulation hospital footwear.
0: I don't know. We decided to limit the information to one person. The contestant and I flipped a coin she won. She's the only one who knows where Frank Dilling is.
1: Ah, so he's caught on to something uh, not being quite right here. That's also reinforced by the, the shot of Hendry here. Ever since we noticed that the nurse is wearing the wrong kind of shoes, the camera angle is slanted. As, as, I find as if this hospital isn't you know isn't quite on the level almost. And now Hendry and his... Uh, Sidekicker gone, Harry's going to take a look outside. Hmm. Well, there's an ambulance, and a nurse, and a car. But it doesn't quite look like a hospital to him. It's 25 past two. Yeah, it looked like the watch said the second, but... Um...
0: OK. We've got a mover. Right away.
1: Ah, so now we're... A couple of lads here have got the Contessa. She's out on a bunk. Now Harry's going to have a look at his uh, plaster cast leg. See if we can put some weight on that. Hmm. Interestingly enough, it works fine. Well, you know, it's fine as he can't move it. But uh, looking outside. Corridor seems uh, normal enough, but there was a trolley there with... Yellow plastic wheel Now Harry's hobbling down the corridor. And even though I remember this as being a good episode, I'm starting to think this may not be uh, as effective on audio as uh, I was perhaps hoping. Lots of um, sneaking around in silence. We'll try to keep you updated as to what Harry's discovering. Oh, this is interesting. Come to the end of a corridor, turned around, and... Uh... Hmm suddenly it's not a real hospital anymore. It's just a, a pile of junk and some very 70s wallpaper. And uh, it's curiouser and curiouser. Ah, now he's found the room where those guys were just a few moments ago holding the Contessa. Oh, he's a wily old bird, is Harry. What do you think? He's work. Got to.
0: Don't worry, he might turn something up. Hmm? Well, he's out and turning rules place over, isn't he? Might
1: find oh, and it's that stuntman guy. Um, I can't remember his name because I always, I always used to think his name was Frank Mayer, and Frank Mayer is a different stuntman. But this guy, um, yeah, whenever you see him in anything, you know he's going to end up in a fight. He was in The Prisoner quite a lot. Anyway, Tony is now. Oh no, Paul. I always, oh, I always do this on a randomizer. Tony tones turns up, and I call him Tony because he was Tony in Space 1999. Paul is here. And he's killed the stuntman dead. Because the stuntman was having a hunt around the house.
0: Harry? Suki. Oh.
1: Moaning from the bathroom. What could that mean? Oh. Suki. Suki. It's okay. And much like with um, seeing Catherine Schell and Barry Morse together in Space 1999 a few weeks ago, it's strange to see Tony Anholt and Yuzuka Nakazumi together in this show a few years before they were together again on, on Space 1999. Anyway, the Contessa has now been set up in the hospital bed. What
0: happened to Harry?
1: Said it to and our Doctor and nurse are. I'm not
0: making any sense, but Harry. Again,
1: trying to convince her that she was found on her own. Look.
0: You must tell someone, please.
1: Very well. Paulie and Hendry. I'm not sure how much of their fake hospital these uh, bad guys have built, but Harry is um, roaming around the place quite, uh, quite unobstructed here. Mm-hmm. Someone's coming. Got to find somewhere to hide. Where can we go? Hmm. Well, we've stumbled into a room with a car. In front of a big screen. I'm realising as well at this point, with, uh, with the total silence on the episode soundtrack, I could just be making up any old nonsense. Ah, turn on the screen. Ah! Projecting an image of a car coming towards them. Rather like the one they saw just before the crash. So that's how it was done. <sighs> Say something! Come on! Oh, there's the uh, loose spinning tyre and oh, we've got a blue flashing ambulance light. Everything you need to stage a car crash in fact. So if you enjoy episodes with Robert Vaughan uh, sneaking around looking at things with a perplexed expression on his face, this is the episode for you really. Oh, and the doctor guy has found that Harry has gone. Peter! Oh that's it. Harry's had enough. Smashed his cast against the uh pole holding up one of the tires, and um yeah, we're free of that. Nothing wrong with the old leg.
0: You cover the ground! Whatever happens, he must not get upstairs. He must not reach that girl. He won't.
1: Oh, I've got a gun. Ha. I remember this um this episode Oh here we go. Contessa's got uh Ian Hendry come to see her. What well, seems to be the trouble?
0: Well, I, I was in this accident. Now, they say that I was alone, but I wasn't. There was this man with me, and his name's Harry Rule. Uh, but hold on. I think we'd better
1: start from the beginning. And, uh, the music's got a bit more of a swagger to it now that Harry knows what's going on, and he's uh, he's got his full mobility back. Oh, that's it. Harry's had enough. Time to punch somebody. This episode also, um, this is, I suppose, a fairly simple idea that has turned up a few times in other things. I remember an episode of The Persuaders that starts off very similar to this, with Roger Moore finding himself in a hospital, supposedly having had an accident or something, and he slowly finds out that it isn't a real hospital. I'm not sure what episode that was. Suki, but it's quite effective here. Except again, that you know, the long stretches of silence don't really work on audio. But, of course, it wasn't designed to be on audio. And now, Paul's found the, uh... Look, you're asking me to do the impossible, Contessa. The source of the, um... The reason the Contessa you. and Harry and Suki were, were on... Well, dozy was a little, uh... Snifter of drugged brandy. We, we've got Mr. Rule to consider, too. I mean, his life might be quite literally in your hands. Well, Henry's doing a really good job here, because he's, he's sort of... Pitching his performance slightly differently with the Contessa than he was with um, with Harry earlier. I'll tell you where Dilling is. Harry has now stripped the Doctor of his clothes.
0: You will let me know, won't you? Uh, as soon as you hear anything.
1: Or well, the minute we find Dilling, Contessa, you'll know. <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: Harry mm. goes in, nobody comes out, right?
1: Right. Let's put the Contessa's mind at rest, anyway. This episode is a masterclass in hiding. Harry keeps trying to get up these stairs, and every time he tries, someone... Someone else comes along, he has to hide from. But he's up, on his way up to the Contessa's room now. Guy hiding behind the uh, changing screen there with a gun. Always oh, heard that.
0: You must be sweet on her. Me? I'd have been out across the ground straight away. Couldn't go without you, eh? Thanks for telling me where she is. <laughs> it's not going to do you any good. A hero. I specialise in heroes. Dead heroes. Yeah, you're tough. You're really tough. What's that supposed to mean? I'm
1: it might be a slight dig at your, um, right. the height of your belt. So that's, uh. That's right. Oh, this guy looks so 70s, and I can't remember his name, but he's turned up in tons he of stuff. me. But not you. You ramble on, you shoot off your big. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's it, Harry taking his frustrations out on. Ah, oh. ah, oh, they found each other. He
0: came from up there.
1: Exactly. And I do get, do get the feeling that um, these two genuinely don't just care about each other, but there is a, a almost a love between them that um, doesn't get much focus through the series. I kind of wish it did more often. Anyway, that's it. Another thug punched out. The nurse is running away, but... Oh, Contessa got in a good shot. Lobbed the uh, plant vase at her.
0: Harry, they did. What? Get what they wanted. I told them where we put Frank Dilling.
1: You idiot. Oh I've got to get to Dilling before they do. Oh, is that the advert breakpoint? 17 minutes in? Oh, okay. Normally they're sort of dead centre like on the 12-minute mark. Anyway, uh, uh, Hendry and his assistant guy. They've tracked down where Dilling's hiding. At, uh... So that's place you'd expect. It's closed down. Perfect place for a man to lose himself in. is it some kind of warehouse or studio? Come on. I I believe this was a real film studio, I think. Hang on a second, I'm going to look that up. You enjoy more silence. Ian Henry's wandering around.
0: You mean we haven't lost two days?
1: That's right. Today is today. You know what I mean? I mean,
0: today is today's. Yeah, I think so. I mean... Today we met Dilling, we put him away safely under wraps and then we went back to your place afterwards for a drink. That's when it started. The drink must have been spiked. And we've been in a drugged haze ever since.
1: It's MGM Studios Elstree. Oh. And now we're stuck in traffic. Oh, we're, I think we're outside uh, Sainsbury's here. <laughs> Harry and the Contessa have um, borrowed the ambulance.
0: Why pull something so elaborate? Why not just force the information out of us?
1: Because Brian Clements is writing this week, Caroline. They wanted to play it cool. Drug-induced crash and subtle interrogation. High concept. Great fun. Oh, God. Sounds it. Hendry is into... Uh, the old Elstree Studio. We're gonna find Frank Dilling hey. somewhere. <gasps> it's an emergency. Oh. Harry Rule has gone the wrong way up a one-way street. Come on, But as he says, it's an emergency. Okay. God, meanwhile, Paul is trying to shake some information out of Suki. Trying to force her to walk. It's interesting as well that um, Harry and the Contessa are now very much wide awake and alert. Whereas Suki, who has done nothing, is um, is borderline catatonic. I'm not sure if that means that she had more to drink than they did, or if she was drinking um, quite extensively after they left, or if she's just useless. But, um... Ah... Oh, we can see this is definitely a an old studio of some kind. There's lots of, um, well, film props and such lying around. And now more sneaking around silently. Hendry and his assistant, they both got guns out, looking for Frank Dilling. Somewhere is hiding in this studio all by himself. Uh, I get the impression that they haven't left him much in the way of, like, supplies. He doesn't have a designated room or anything. He's just Oh there he is. He was hiding behind a pile of wood. Because you know when you hire the protectors, you get the best. They will find a large empty space to Where is he now? It looks like he's running along the side of a reservoir. Oh he fell into the reservoir, okay. Um And I I, I have to say I don't really much care whether they whether Dilling escapes or not, because, you know, we don't really know anything about this guy. We know he's going to testify, but we don't really know who the man is. I don't think he actually gets a line of dialogue in this. Anyway, he's uh, still managing to elude Hendry, despite
0: Can you hear me? Wherever you are, stay put. Oh. We'll find you.
1: Thank you, bad voiceover of Harry. <sighs> More sneaking around in silence. I was actually looking forward to this one when it came up on here, and, uh... You know, I still think it's a good, um, a good little runaround, but it's not giving me much to work with on the randomizer when nobody is saying anything.
0: The studio, the old picture studios.
1: Good girl. Oh, thank you. Finally. I also wonder when um, people break into Harry's house, which happens, you know, fairly, fairly frequently in this show. Where the dog is at times like this. Gus, the dog. Um, you see him in the opening titles every week, but uh, curiously, he's never around when someone breaks in to Harry's apartment. Not that I would want to put the dog in uh, in uh, in danger or anything, but uh, I like the dog. Wish he turned up in a few more episodes, really. Anyway, Dilling is now uh, making his way up a ladder inside a, a... stage three. I can tell that because it's got a skip outside with the word stage three printed on it. Ah, that's Hendry and his pal of... Followed him in there, and of course Dilling is, um, well, he's trying to hide as best he can, but unfortunately he's chosen uh, an area with a great big red spotlight shining on him. Meanwhile, Harry and the Contessa are. Oh, door's closing, door's closing, better get in there. Oh, that's so cool. So yeah, now Hendry is, uh, is firing at Harry and the Contessa. This is a good series, by the way. I'm sorry we keep we keep landing on things that either, either aren't very good or don't quite show off the strengths of the show enough. This is this is a good one. It's just it's not working on on audio, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, music's cool though. I do I do like this uh, this bit of incidental music in particular. So the accomplice guy thinks he's found Dilling. Oh, Contessa's shining a light on him, and Harry's punching him. And that's Hendry having shot his own man. Despite me saying that Hendry puts in a good performance in this, he really doesn't need to. I said this is a very thankless role. Anybody could... I mean, that's the end of him. He hasn't even said anything through this entire scene, he's just been... had a piece of wood dropped on it. and Paul arrives too late to do anything
0: it's okay Dilling you're back in our protective
1: custody as effective as our protective custody clearly is um we'd understand if you'd um want to go and find someone else to protect you from now on anyway that was Think Back and I yeah as I've said I, I, I really enjoyed that one but um you know because it is something a bit different I just struggled with this on audio I'm really sorry about that but, uh, yeah, go and give this one a watch. I would say this is probably in the top top 10 episodes of the series, which may be... Um, yeah, some people may take that as sort of, oh, that's probably a sign the series isn't very good. It is very good. I'm sorry. We will get an episode that shows the strength of this series one day.